Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Shizno for Season 13, Episode 2, Pumpkin Spice. I am Dimples. This week on Red vs. Blue, we are reintroduced to the Reds and Blues as they settle into life on Chorus. Kimball and Doyle have a hard time getting along, and Carolina, Epsilon, Tucker, and Sarge capture a space pirate base. Advertising for a mysterious, reoccurring number this week are... Becky Rook. Call the number 575-757-5757 in the next 57 seconds to get your Conspiracy Theory 57% off. (laughs) (laughs) Daft Prodigy. But wait, there's more. Order now and you'll get another number 57 absolutely free. That's right, 57 57s for the price of 56. Yes, man. 57. We don't know what it means, but get yours now. We might find out in 20 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. It's it's like buying a Ubisoft game. It it's might going be to Child end. of Light. It might be Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> it's we'll both actually. Out. We'll find out 20 DLCs from now. The typer. Put it on your vitals for blood pressure. 57 over 57. You can even put it as your credit score, your social security number, and more. <laughs> oh my god. All of those things are so terrible. <laughs> 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 What's your social security number? 57? Cherboose. Act now to purchase the number 57, and we'll throw in a copy of Understanding the Great Prophecy for free. <laughs> Nereal's gonna love you. Yeah, written by Nereal. <laughs> and Rain Zero. Other numbers fall apart under scrutiny or in the dishwasher, but the number 57 is always ready to be put to the test. Not dishwasher safe. <laughs> Unlike other numbers that fall <laughs> apart in the dishwasher, this also <laughs> falls apart in the dishwasher. But you can scrutinize it. This will make your dishwasher fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like the most scale of dishwasher toughness. Thoughts on the episode. It was really dark and I had to hold my breath. And there it is. <laughs> I really thought that there was a lot at stake here. Like steak, <laughs> like steak. That was that was one of those lines that I w- when I was watching the episode, I said the line at the same time Griff did. Um, when when he said there are bigger things at stake here, yeah. I said like steak. Like steak. <laughs> at the same time as Griff said like steak. Like steak. Some and lines just write themselves. Mm-hmm. I I could really feel the Shizno hive mind connection that we have with Miles. You know, in that he is a puppet of the Chisno that we hired and yes. placed at Rooster Teeth to write reverses. Which is a which is a secret that we really need to stop broadcasting Spoilers. everywhere. Rain. We should consider <laughs> editing that out. You don't want anybody to know. So I don't know if any of you watch uh, Gurren Lagann, mm, but yeah. this I know Typer does, <laughs> uh, uh, and but like this episode gave me a lot of Gurren Lagann feels, and that it is almost exactly like the tone of episode 17 
which is, which takes place like after they've um, spoilers uh, for anybody interested in Grand Lagan, um, taken over Nikolai Petrovsky, and they are kind of now having to manage the government. Um, and meanwhile, having these very easy missions out on the frontier, mm -hmm. trying to capture outposts and bring everything under one unified form of control. Mm -hmm. And it's making me really worried about what's going to happen next in the season. I mean, it's, it's almost like there's a big army that Locus and Felix <laughs> are gathering that are going to come and attack Chorus or something. Wow, that's really, like, that's deep. <laughs> I just really loved that poor turret-carrying soldier who seemed so sad yeah. and seemed to identify <laughs> so much with his gun. It's like, if you take this away, what am I gonna be? <laughs> I am the gun. And Locus is like, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my gun. There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> I sleep with it at night. I hope you just mean with it tucked in the bed beside you. Of I course. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Your diary, Betsy and I had a wonderful candlelit evening. Betsy! <laughs> Her name is Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Machinima team, though. Yeah. yeah. Great moves. Like, setting up those shots must have been difficult. I really, I, yeah. yeah, I really like the shot. I think it was a uh, wash walking over to Palomo, especially like when he was walking straight into the camera and then suddenly turn on Palomo. It's it's really nice to see. You know, it, you look at the machine and you're like, yeah, you know, it's like they've been doing this for over a decade or something. They've gotten really good at it. <laughs> suddenly, it's, after it's, it's, ten years, it got way better. Maybe they're leveling up their skills. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. It's actually but I mean, it's, it's, but it, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really been a joy to watch this season visually so far. Um, to just have it be of such high quality in both the animation and machinima sides of things. Like that establishing shot of Armonia, where they were, where you're just like looking up through the buildings, and there's like shafts of sunlight shining down, and the the monorail train goes by, and there's like sparks flying off of it. It was very nice. I I love that so much because there was actually um, last season someone made a piece of fan art that's Kimball sitting on one of those trains, looking very tired, and it just seeing that this episode just made me think oh god this is just so real this is where people lived this is the yeah. center of this culture that has been torn apart and mm -hmm. for that you have to thank uh, you have to thank 343 industries as much as Rooster Teeth for for getting that camera work down and especially map design this episode brought to you by 343 industries wait that 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 was that was that was a machinima shot yeah 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 they're getting that was, that was the map really? they get... i thought that was i thought that was in-house no! <laughs> what? Wow. The skyboxes in Halo get better every game. Yeah, those are always good skyboxes. I can't handle it. That's so pretty. It's more beautiful they, than I ever imagined. How can they make skyboxes that are so beautiful and armor that is so ugly? Welcome to Halo. <laughs> it's it's a it's weird coming back to. It's weird coming back to Red vs. Blue for me. I've been I haven't watched it since halfway through season eleven. So I watched all of that, watched all twelve, and now watching thirteen week by week, the pacing feels so different. 
watching it week yeah. by week because yeah. you know that Red vs. Blue is written more so like a movie uh, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. release it in, in chunks every week. So like coming off of that start for the uh, the prologue or chapter one into this, in a movie can make sense because you have this you know big opening and then they slow it down a bit, catch up on what happened in it looks like the past month. But for me, it's just like, oh, this is a little boring. It was funny, but... Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was the exposition episode I was mm-hmm. expecting episode one to be. Yeah. Um, you know, we had that very exciting opening scene, so I was not disappointed to see it uh, be an exposition episode, and I was happy with what they did with it. Mm-hmm. Yay! And I think now that they got that out of the way, they can just hit the ground running in terms of storyline development. Yeah, they're already uh, going there with uh, whatever's going on with Sergeant Tucker and where they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the base that they're about to go into. I am yeah. so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Those mysterious floating pillars. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And a lot of the interconnected yes. lore with those pillars in the Halo verse could very well be have like some kind of inspiration because they said it's not just about the, the freelancer and like the pure alien stuff, like what else out there? So I really liked the moment with uh, Wash and Palomo when like Wash is ready to just grill <laughs> Palomo. Yes. And, and then it, and then he just talks about his own insecurities and Wash just, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that feel, bro. Hey, at least you don't have a grappling hook attached to your crotch, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, um, Palomo, I didn't see Palomo's smiley face at first, so I went back. I, it took me like three times to see the smiley face. I went back, and the second time I watched it, I just assumed the smiley face was the two cones and the line between them, like a really long smiley face. <laughs> I was just like, he intentionally missed the cone so he wouldn't destroy the smiley face. This means that he's actually he's actually a much better shot because not only can he hit where he aims, uh, but that like grouping. he has, yeah, yeah, that grouping though. <laughs> he can't credit anyway because he managed to, he didn't just have a single shot for each eye, he made little circles. Yeah, it's come on, that's artistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he should do. Yeah, Palomo. Uh... is an. <laughs> it's like one of those kids. It's like a. It's like a kid at school who's really smart. But yeah, really Palomo is an excellent shot who has trouble staying on task. So, how fitting or unfitting are the roles that the Reds and Blues have taken in the this newly united army? Uh, I think they're actually pretty fitting so far from what we've seen. Wash's training, Simmons. Uh... He requisitions his ammo. He, you know, handles ammo just like uh, Griff never could. <laughs> Lopez is doing what he always does, and uh, Griff. Actually, we don't know Griff's actual Griff's role. Griff's not doing anything. No, he's Griff's doing not nothing. Doing anything. <laughs> Look, Griff is just too busy being the hero that we need him to be. <laughs> Currently, well, he I, is in charge I mean... of dish duty. <laughs> that's, that's what he got put in charge of. Yeah, and I mean, previous to this, Griff thought that the sink was just where dishes lived, so he's going to learn something new today. Side, side question. What is Caboose doing? Staying away from anything electronic. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what happened was Kimball took Caboose aside, mm-hmm. and she went, Okay, Caboose, I have a very important job for you. I've drawn this circle on the ground. I need you to make sure the inside of this circle is secure. <laughs> yes, brace up for Kimball. Can, can you help this circle? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Caboose, I just need you to stand here and guard this circle. Help the circle. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Help the circle. I understand. Grabs grenade. <laughs> at least Zach, at least Lieutenant Miller from season six isn't here. Otherwise, he'd be tied up in the brig. <laughs> or in the Dude, circle. What about Joannis? <laughs> tied up in the circle. Joannis is dead. <laughs> Poor Joannis. We barely knew thee. So I thought I thought that it was very I thought that it was very nice that Donut is in charge of uniforms when uh, he couldn't even get the uniform that he wanted <laughs> like, yeah, at the beginning of the series. I'm just hoping short shorts I'm... don't happen. Oh my! But yeah, he has a he has a good point with the gunman's camo. You know, you know, I think that those red stripes not working for me. Maybe if you turned them to a more lightish red. <laughs> they blend in better. Oh man, I got this, in with I got this the... picture of a twisted, sick donut just wanting to paint everything pink so the whole world will be like him. I see some armor and I want to paint it pink. I almost feel like Donut had to have volunteered to make the new uniforms though, because mm. I don't see either the feds or news jumping up to give up their group identities right. at this point. Well, like who says uh, they're he, new? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he is he making new uniforms, or, or is, he is he just in managing? Or is he just sitting there like Tim Gunn, judging everyone? <laughs> well, when people die, you've got to do something with the excess uniforms. Maybe he's just managing them and yeah. painting them pink when no one's looking. <laughs> 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 this is for my new fall line. <laughs> <laughs> the donut fall line. Don't mind Get your bullet palette is so wrong. What is this, autumn? How is it autumn? It never changes seasons here. I don't care. I just want it to look like autumn. Get out get out your pumpkin spice mugs and everything. Is that rust? No, it's pumpkin spice. <laughs> put pumpkin spice on everything. Put it on your clothes, put it in your hair. Use this glitter. Just pumpkin spice. Sir, pumpkins don't grow on this planet. Shut up, pumpkin spice! As a representative of the Council for the Representation of Pumpkin Spice, I thoroughly endorse this message. <laughs> it's not rust, it's pumpkin spice. I was going to say, uh, Caboose is doing like one of two things. I can't remember what the first one was, but the other is definitely trying to talk to Sheila. Uh, he might also be taking no. freckles for walks. Oh! Every time Caboose is walking around with his gun, he's taking freckles for a walk. <laughs> he did promise that he would feed it and water it and walk it and love it forever. So. Oh, um, for God's sake, did somebody make sure that the f that the FOF tag recognition system on that freckles gun <laughs> works? Oh. Because shit. Oh boy. Uh, oh, Caboose's God. gun needs added security. <laughs> Emily Emily Gray is the yeah. one that put him in there, so clearly it's on. Okay. She's okay. smart. Where is it? No, don't you mean fire off? protocol disengaged? God. Oh no. If it does she... discharge on anybody, that means that Emily Gray is just going to have one more, one more patient. Great. That's a great point. This is so inconvenient. I have yet another person needing to patch up. Oh no. No, she's, she's modified it so that it only fires pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was donuts involvement. <laughs> it's, the, it's the theme this year. Oh dear, this is shooting out pumpkin spice now. I think Donut's gonna start his own line of crayon-colored pumpkin spice. <laughs> oh, I so um I, I did really also like uh, the away team of Sergeant Tucker. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Dropping sick beats. Bonding. I like this idea that Tucker or somebody said Tucker and Sarge pair up and go do stuff. 
Like, trust Sarge well, with it. Sarge is the highest ranked red, and Tucker is the, you know, blue that has been bonding blue? with the new with the rebels. Yeah. So Those it are irrelevant makes sense. to them. And he's, the, and he's really one of the most competent reds and blues. It's it's a nice it's a nice counterpoint to episode two of last season, which involved Rogers and Cunningham dying horribly. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, we agree we never talk about that again. But Died. did we? Take did time. we really agree? <laughs> I didn't sign any contract. Shut up, cop. I lied. <laughs> Begin lightning round. All right, so what dance moves are favorites of the red versus blue characters? Washington loves the let's get running, man. <laughs> <laughs> Caboose was really excited about the electric slide until they learned that it wasn't playground equipment. Same with the cha-cha slide. Poor guy. (laughs) Locus, I think, is not very enthusiastic about dancing and lacks rhythm, so what you end up getting is the Commander Shepard shuffle. If anybody from Rooster Teeth is watching this, get the Locust character model dancing like Commander Shepard. I will pay you. Please, 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 please do that. Simmons has his own trademark dance. It's half the robot, half an Irish jig. <laughs> Just make sure to wipe the rust off the knees. So, so less river dance and more swamp dance? <laughs> what is that? Slower moving water. I don't oh. know. <laughs> Felix really likes the two-face, I mean the two-step. <laughs> Lopez loves hammer time. <laughs> no, I think he likes the Macarena. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but it's associated with heavy metal. Um, uh, okay. Like copper? <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it's not copper, it's pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be the title of this episode, Pumpkin Spice Rust. <laughs> the Shizno, now with more pumpkin spice. Available at Starbucks everywhere, but only between uh, only between September and December. <laughs> no, it's always secretly under the counter. You just gotta know to ask. (laughs) What other skills did Tucker learn that no one ever noticed? Tucker makes the best mini quiche using military rations and mayo. What about pumpkin spice? (laughs) (laughs) You don't put pumpkin spice on a quiche? What are you, some kind of animal? (laughs) Teaching Lopez how to love. Aww. That's that's a mission if I ever saw it. His metal heart grew three sizes that day. He has fully mastered the Kama Sutra, but no one has any idea. <laughs> or ever will. Ooh. Ooh. Zing. Except for that one alien. Tucker learned to juggle three online relationships with anonymous women on Facebook. They were obviously just real guys in real life. <laughs> they were all Simmons. Hey, I think that you're I think that you're kinda cute, Teehee. <laughs> Would you like to come visit my page? <laughs> Do you like pumpkin spice? <laughs> oh my god. That's my name, pumpkin spice. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it could be like a she could be a stripper name. <laughs> she only performs in the fall. <laughs> but she's under she's under the counter the rest of the year. <laughs> You just have to ask for her. 
57 oh, times. God. I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have abused this knowledge. How could you betray it? <laughs> what other fights have taken place in the war room? Doyle keeps forgetting to put away his doilies. <laughs> Okay. No, what they fight about in there is whether Taco Tuesdays should continue. <laughs> Taco Tuesdays. Whether or not that they should they should have pumpkin spice latte just like the end of the year or just throughout the whole year because we all know there's no stopping it. For the last time, <laughs> Vanessa, it's out of season to to do pumpkin spice lattes today. <laughs> we'll tell that to Donut. You tell me that these men and women are fighting for their lives against space pirates and they don't deserve a pumpkin spice latte? Oh, come on, Doyle. Everyone knows they just keep it under the counter for the rest of the year anyway. Um, there's fights over the custody of Caboose in the event that the war is lost. <gasps> Getting custody of Caboose is considered a loss. <laughs> go over there, Caboose, go over there. Go on, go. She's got candy in her pocket, she's got candy. <laughs> After Griff leaves them behind in the war room, everyone in the room and in a considerable radius around it hears, I'm not Miss Kimball, I'm not Vanessa, I'm not your girl, I am General Kimball, you overbuttered slice of toast. It feels like he's trying to dismiss her rank. It's like, you're part of the rebels, you don't, you know, you, your army isn't even legitimate, so your rank can't be legitimate. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely got that feeling. She needs to punch him in the face. Yeah. That'll solve a few problems. For God's sake, stop <laughs> fighting in the war room. Carolina has said that there is a rumors of a, some bit of freelancer tech in the pirate base. So what do you think or hope it's going to be? Oh, can it be the temporal distortion unit? Please, please, no, please, no, no, please, no, no. I want no Tucker to be a time travel. warrior. No. I think I know what they found. Washington's joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been missing for so long. <laughs> we thought it was gone forever. I, th I think in the pirate base there are half-downloaded copies of Master Chief, Earth Hero, and Pirates of the Andromeda. <laughs> it's some kind of food processing tech that allows them to turn rust into pumpkin spice latte. Yes! <laughs> That's where it came from. Wow, great job. key to peace. Just everyone, you get a pumpkin spice latte. You get a pumpkin get a, spice latte. Look under your seat. Look <laughs> under your counters. It's, it's been there all year. This, <laughs> Deep within the bowels of the, of the control spire is Leonard Church's toaster oven. <laughs> What's he gonna toast? <laughs> I really appreciate how it gets my bagels golden brown. <laughs> I make bread fun. None of that English muffin nonsense. Clearly the answer is the enhanced motion trackers, which they forgot to set because they didn't see two smooth moves coming. <laughs> <laughs> North would be disappointed. Lightning round complete. What is the deal with the number 57? So a little background, um, in season 11, the Freckles Facebook picture upload was at 57% when stopped. In season 12, Caboose's lucky lottery numbers were 5 and 7 at the gas station. Um, Eponymous Rose found the first one, uh, Not Just Sharks fan art found the second one. Um, and in season 13, 
the Pelican engine was damaged 50, 57%. Carolina was, quote, 57% more likely to neglect her teammates when faced with a competitive scenario, said Counselor Aiden Price. And Matthews thanked Griff for saving them for the 57th time. What does it all mean? It's a covert advertisement for Heinz 57 sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a note. Someone suggested that it's coming back to the Epsilon rampancy issue that Epsilon is actually having trouble remembering numbers. And since this is his story, this is him telling people oh. what's going on. He's mm. just putting the number 57 in there. But the other idea, the mm. other elephant in the room is is really interesting as well. So. And it was noted in, um, I think, the the analysis blog 24110 that mm -hmm. when Caboose says my lucky numbers are five, seven, and don't forget them, he actually turns to look at the camera mm. on his way to looking <laughs> at Wash. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, Def, didn't you find more? Like when you were rewatching? Um, so not really. There were some potential ones, mostly having to do with the number of letters and people's names. Huh. So in, I mean, so in season eleven, we were introduced to Locus, Felix, and Control, Hello, who have Control. five, five, and seven letters, respectively. Um, in season twelve, we got to know better Doyle and Kimball, who both had five and seven letters in their names. Um, their last names, to be specific. And also, when Kimball is talking about what Doyle is doing with the other half of the Reds and Blues, um, says that they will be moving to a new location in about a week, which is seven days, and that Tucker, ha Tucker et al. have five days to get their squad mm -hmm. ready. Um, Crazy. <laughs> uh, also, I, um... the, the game takes place in Halo 4, and Halo 4 is set in the year 2557. Between mm. 5 and 7 is the number 6666 six, 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 Illuminati confirmed! <laughs> Illuminati confirmed! <laughs> Actually, I had something similar. Um, I, I, I had like two thoughts on it, and I didn't know about all those other 57 references. Um, I just knew the one from the, the ship at the start of season 13. I, what was it? Matthews? Yeah, Matthews. Um, Griff said the other 56 times, and I know Matthews technically then thanked him or whatever 57 times, but the number 56 was said, so I thought it was mm -hmm. some sort of a countdown for a surprise. It would actually be interesting if next episode we get 55, yeah. you know, like the countdown clock was mm -hmm. flashing yeah. at 57 for, you know, season 11 and season 12, and now it's starting to count down. Maybe. Um, um, the other thing I... I'm thinking red herring? No. <laughs> the other thing I had was that... um. I looked back and said, what could 57 mean? So I just went back. Um, red versus blue, episode 57. This is, this is the crackpot I was talking about earlier. It's the season three finale, which involves the attack of the Lopez army, Tex trying to use the sword and not being able to, and the arrival of the Great Destroyer in Alien. Furthermore, alien and human relationships were actually noted on the video screen in season 13, episode one. Yeah, the, the tensions, t tensions between human and alien colonists. Yep, yeah. and you, re you ready for the crackpot? Season 13 is episode one is when where that happens. If you subtract 13 from one, you get 12. If you take 57 and add five and seven together, you get 12. Aliens confirmed. I think the Miles is getting tired of uh, people guessing everything he does, so he's just throwing as many red herrings out there as he can. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> get us. us he's gonna get us all distracted about the number fifty-seven, like we got distracted from Felix by freaking Palomo last yeah. season. <laughs> fifty-seven is going to be our Lieutenant Palomo. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, I'm thinking that um, like 57 is gonna be like a Doctor Who Battle Wolf type of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and they'll have like, like a super like cut of hearing... every instance of the number 57. It's just like flashbacks, like oh my god, and then suddenly like 57, 57, 57, all the way through through seasons 11, 12, and 13. Do we? Like, it all makes it's like sense. Everything, it's like everything on chorus. 57. So I mean, if if we're if we're gonna go along the line of of episodes that involve five and seven, um, season five, episode seven, features the proper introduction of Junior. Junior. Mm. Mm. Alien. Man, and, what what is episode uh, seventy five? Season season seven, episode five, is where Caboose gets Epsilon to the hologram room below Valhalla, and we have that "It's you" moment <laughs> as we fade to black. <laughs> What's episode 75 of the series? Episode 75 of the series? It's gotta oh. be season 4 or 5, right? Um, hold on. I, I want to take this opportunity uh, to publicly apologize to Nereal for uh, cutting <laughs> her out of the Chisno last week because uh, she had a lot of stuff about the Great Prophecy. And I, I cut it out going, no, it can't be anything related to that. And then 57 comes up again, and literally every theory is Great Prophecy and aliens. Aliens. <laughs> the Great Destroyer has arrived. The end is near. The Great Destroyer has arrived. The end is near. All right, now, uh, going back to what you said about episode 75, that was just, uh, that episode is pretty much just when when uh, Lopez reestablishes contact with the Reds and and uh, Doc shows up at the Blues base okay. while uh, Tucker is Doc, is Doc confirmed season 13. But still, more aliens coincidence? I think not. The <laughs> truth is not. out there, people! <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the second half of the Blood Gulch Chronicles was about the aliens very often, some way in some tangential shape or form. <laughs> it's all aliens! <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to prepare us for the season five transition where we're actually going to be able to have the aliens in the mission of Actually, I was thinking, you know, a, a lot of the, um, well, a main criticism of the aliens crackpots has been they can't have aliens because there aren't aliens in Halo 4. To which I say, look at the beautiful in-house CGI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, just, just look at it. Oh, all we need is one J.J. Abrams sneak picture of, oh, what is right this? Right at the end of the season. What is this CGI costume? Oh. Do you mean? <laughs> To tell me <laughs> that Caesar Aldegracia can model an entire prison prison interior, but you don't think he can model an alien? Wrong. Uh, who or what is it going to take to resolve the differences between Doily and Kimball? I feel like a heat map of what automatic weapons fire actually hits could work in Kimball's favor. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. Fifteen yes. bullets. That's fifteen chances to kill the enemy. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's pretty clear that while Doyle has, you know, a basic understanding of how numbers work, um, he has no understanding of how a gun works. Oh, he passed out when somebody pointed one at him. He's definitely not the military guy. <laughs> it sounds like uh, sounds like Cape Johnson logic. We fire the whole bullet. You get you get thirty five percent more bullets per bullet. <laughs> Like, if you ask me, like, season 11 and 12 both have had these, like, some sort of an emotional core for half of the season or halves of the, each season. Uh, like, season 11 is um, Tucker doing Watch or the, the relationship between them. Uh, 12, once uh, Epsilon and Carolina show up, Tucker and Epsilon have had it for quite a while until there's a nice speech had and some apologies made. Um, and I'm wondering, like, what it's going to take to resolve these differences between Kibble and Doily. Because if you ask me, like, both of them aren't real soldiers, especially Doily. 
and she just needs to understand that, and, you know, that might help everything. Because <laughs> she's expecting a lot out of a guy who's not really a general, and I think everyone else is expecting a lot out of her, too. Yeah, she's expecting a lot out of a guy who has um, almost no actual combat experience of any kind. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, Doyle refuses to acknowledge that she has valuable experience and that she has authority. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the whole Miss Kimball thing. Um, so I'm kind of imagining... Um, this, you know, sort of the old red versus blue standby of put these people in a life-threatening situation where they are forced to rely on each other mm. um, in a way that involves uh, Kimball needing to rely on Doyle's expertise and Doyle needing to rely on Kimball's. You know, maybe. they're you know, maybe they're in each I mean, he, well, he's he's not got a lot of combat expertise, but like he was the secretary for the brigadier. Like he he's got some a lot of admin expertise. expertise. Mm -hmm. Like he's not a man of action; he's a man of words. He can lead an army, but he can't be on the front lines like Kimball can. And and he, it seems like he was in charge of rationing stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And he wasn't rationing ammo, but he was rationing food. And Kimball was trying to get him to ration ammo, so that's something he's in charge of. Um, so maybe he's more involved in sort of the day-to-day -day administrative operations of the base, while Kimball is more involved with military training and troop movements. Can we really be surprised that a side that had, you know, people walking around with big turret guns has a problem with conserving ammo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's ironic that they have to work together now. I think it would be ironic if everyone was made out of pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting for oh, it. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> I think, uh, if you, if you ask me, I think, uh, I'd love to see Caboose come in with some stupid the motivational speech, speech that somehow has logic to it. Principal Kimball, stop Shut fighting. Shut up and get over it. Yeah, just something stupid that just makes sense. It allows for a poignant moment, and then them just to say, what the fuck was he talking about? I don't know, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I think they need to duke it out just to get all the aggression and frustration that they have for each other out of their system. Yeah. I mean, failing that, they could always build a giant tower of office furniture. Yeah, that might work. Yeah. I think it's probably somewhere along where Daph said, but a bit more like heart-wrenching, like that moment at the end of season 11 where Wash is looking around as people are dying. I think we're going to get a moment like that with them. The realization mm. that their inability to work together is killing their men. And I think that's what might finally get them to move toward mm, maybe working together. Either that or Caroline is literally going to slam their heads together. Mm, maybe. <laughs> now kiss! <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight, fight! Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> Caroline has rarely been one to... Uh, to bring people together. She more so just like demands it or she had to realize that she had to be play nice herself. What if they go back to the lake and they have a nice heart to heart? <laughs> <laughs> Hope neither of them ends up in it. <laughs> they, they will they will both discover the true glory of the number 57. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what I find most ineffective is that uh, is that neither of them can see the differences that he and that the other side has, and mm -hmm. they've been leading this army for well over a month. Eventually, they're going to they're going to need to accept that they have their own faults as well as as the other side has their mm -hmm. faults, and they just need to get over and find a way to to enhance each other's strengths and cut down on each other's weaknesses. 
They're not presenting a unified front at this point. When your main leaders on either side are fighting with each other that much, it's going to be a lot harder for you. To, it's going to be easier to believe that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you you have your authority figures are are doing it. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like what they're missing right now is a catalyst to get them all working together. Because right now, what are they doing? They're just getting their planet back together. There's nothing that seems super urgent about that. But what's going to happen once Felix and Locus come back? Yeah, I I agree. I like the, uh, somebody has to die. Idea. Or uh, you have your big first fight, you lose, and then come back for the finale win. Especially for It'll- the trilogy. Oh my god. Because of shark face. Shark face. Shark face. <laughs> Dr. Gray's going to turn into the anti-spiral uh, messenger. No, no, no. No. No idea what that reference is. That's, uh, Me either. I'm laughing then anyway. We should fix that right now. No. <laughs> no, we're not watching Gurrenlock. This this episode of The Shizno brought to you by Gurrenlock. And Pumpkin Spice. And Heinz 57. Because what else does your latte need but Heinz 57 and Pumpkin Spice? No. It's called a Bloody Mary Pumpkin Spice Latte. Thanks go out to Eki Rook, Daft Prodigy, The Typer, Cherboose, Gazman, and Rain Zero. Produced by Rain Zero, Daft Prodigy, and Nereal. Congratulations to last week's trivia winner, Toxic Toast. You have won a Steam game. This week's trivia question is, what Halo weapon acts as a medical scanner in Red vs. Blue? Send your answers to shiznofeedback at gmail.com S-H-I-Z-N-O feedback at gmail.com the Shizno. If we were actually sponsored by Starbucks, we would be much more productive. Just saying. It's okay. We'll, <laughs> That's we'll, right. You we'll got cu- it. We'll cut out Typer saying it through the magic of editing. Movie, Movie magic. magic. It's like Typer's not even here. Seriously, his audio's gone. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> would. Griff dance for food. That implies that he wouldn't already have a bucket of ice cream around his neck like a horse. He's just (laughs) doing it. What what flavor is that, Griff? Oh, it's pumpkin spice. Absolutely. Pumpkin spice ice cream is the best. Do not joke. I'm starting to feel a little bit like that Jim Carrey movie yeah, that came out yeah. forever oh, that nobody oh, watched. That, okay, number okay. 23. So, so, so um, full disclosure, number um, when, like, the, what I had actually been planning to do for this episode was, was make the cover art Jim Carrey staring at the number 57 <laughs> and looking very concerned. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.